I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, continuing with our theme today of going through Smokies for the Kangaroos World Cup squad. They will take 30 to 35 players on this one. It will be a very deep squad. A lot of the players that would have got picked will be playing for the Pacific Nations, which is sensational to see, so it opens the door for a lot of Smokies. We've already dropped two of these episodes today. The first one, we went through the Queensland teams and the Melbourne Storm, the Brisbane Broncos, the Cowboys, the Titans, and the Storm, as we said. Second installment dropped earlier today. We went through the Manly Seagulls, Newcastle Knights, New Zealand Warriors, and the Canberra Raiders. Today, we're going to go through the Eels, the Dogs, the Panthers, and the Tigers, all of the Western Sydney Suburbs teams, uh, which is going to be sensational to get into. Now, just a reminder, before we do talk about these, I can already see some of the comments appearing on social media and on the podcast in my DMs. Oh, how could you possibly pick him? These guys are Smokies. Let's make it loud and clear. I'm not saying they will definitely be there, but let's. Go, I'm going through every single team, picking a couple of guys that I think could be Smokies. There's obviously guys that are going to be automatics and whatnot. But then a couple of guys that if there's injuries or this team goes well in the finals, potentially, they could scrape into a Kangaroos jersey. It does tend to happen on these sort of tours. I remember at the end of, I think it was 2005, out of nowhere, Chris Lawrence got picked from the West Tigers. It can happen. It's how your Craig Wings, your Craig Fitzgibbons, they got their first ever Kangaroos jerseys after the Roosters won in 2002. There's always situations like this when you have a World Cup at the end of the season. We haven't seen one in a couple of years, but there will be form players that come out of nowhere to get picked. I think the last World Cup, we had Terry Campisi and Joel Monaghan, who hadn't played before. The Raiders had a cracking season and were on fire, and those two got picked from there. So anything can happen. Let's go through some smart We'll kick off with the Parramatta Eels. What a 17 they've got. Just talent everywhere. A couple of guys that I think will be considered now. Obviously, a guy like Junior Bolo, he's not going to play for the Kangaroos, I believe. So it opens up a door for potentially Regan Campbell-Gillard, one of his front row partners there, who I think is a really good chance to be in this side. Obviously, a bit of a different body shape as well, which really matters to me when you're picking your Kangaroos sides. If the Parramatta Eels are to go deep into the finals, Regan Campbell-Gillard's going to have to have a big say in it. I thought he was their best forward 
in the finals last season. He was very impressive. If he can do that again this year, I would say that he is a very, very good shot to get picked in this Kangaroo squad. Other guys, Reed Marnie. Uh, he's probably a little bit down the pecking order as far as hookers go. We've already spoken about some today. I think the four boys that played Origin that are that are hookers, your Harry Grant, your Abby Curacao, your Harry Grant, your Damien Cooks, I think they'll all be in front of Reed. But once again, if Parramatta go deep, he could be a little smoky. Ryan Madison's an interesting one. Played Origin this year. First time he's played there. Uh, has already won a premiership in 2018 with the Chooks. Been through a few clubs the Roosters, the West Tigers. Now he's at the Parramatta Eels. I think he's a guy that could be a chance. Obviously, he can play as a back rower. He can play as a 13. He could play in the centers. You could play him in the halves if you needed to. Ryan Madison came through as a very, very talented 5'8". has since turned into an absolute juggernaut, one of the biggest bodies in the NRL. So Ryan Madison, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets picked. Hopefully, it's his last head concussion of the season and he can go deep into the finals with the Parramatta Eels and impress. But let's talk about another back rower in this team, Sean Lane. Uh, he's a guy that I think could be a real smoky. Sean Lane is in career best form at the moment. He is killing it on that left edge for the Parramatta Eels. I think he's a guy that most people wouldn't even consider, but I would argue he's probably been the best back rower at the Parramatta Eels this year. And Isaiah Papali, he's been sensational. I personally think Sean Lane has potentially been better. He used to be a guy that would have three or four mistakes a game. He really has cleared that up this season. He has had a couple of blunders. I'm not denying that, but I think he has improved this year. And a body like his out on the edge, I think it's going to be pretty tight over there in England with the... Um, with the weather and everything and the way that their fields are. So a body like his that's big and rangy and has an offload and big reach, he could come in real handy there. So I wouldn't rule Sean Lane out. You then got Moses and Gutho who... I probably think there's a good chance both of these guys get picked. I think it'll depend what happens in the finals. I think Gutho is probably on that same level as like a Dylan Edwards, maybe a Scott Drinkwater, probably just in front of Drinky, but I think him and Edwards are on a similar sort of level. Uh, the thing about Gutho is that he can sort of play wing, he can play center, he can play fullback, he can play six if you were really, really desperate. Has played in the Origin Arena, so I think Gutho, he'll be there and thereabouts. And Mitch Moses, I personally hope Moses does get selected. Uh, there will be a number of halves that he'll be competing with. Obviously, Nathan Cleary will get picked. I think Daly Cherry Evans will get picked, and I think both should be picked, rightly so. Then it'll come down to guys like Nico Hines, Tommy Deard, and Mitch Moses, these sort of fellows. So I think form in the finals will probably dictate who takes that opportunity. I think if the Sharks and the Cowboys go deep, I think Nico Hines and Tommy Deard are really good chances to get selected. But if the Parramatta Eels go deep, like they should based on their squad, I think Mitch Moses can book a flight to England, because I think he will be there if Parramatta go well in the finals, and he leads them like an experienced halfback should, and like Mitch Moses has the ability to do. All right, next team, we've got the Canterbury Bulldogs. Let's have a look at the guys in this team to touch on. Matty Burton is the very first one. I believe he will be there. Tough for Canterbury because they will not play finals footy. So Matt Burton, like a number of his other guys, will give a, a heap of other guys in his position an opportunity uh, to impress for the next four weeks he heading into the grand final. But... I just think Burton, he was the Dally M centre a couple of years ago. He was tremendous at 5'8 this year for Canterbury. Really has put it all together in a really tough situation with a, a, like not really much experience for himself, but also the guys around him. I think he will be there personally. I think he's got a lot to offer. I think he could be a great 14, a great centre, a great 6. I think he could play at 1 too, just quietly at a pinch, and I think he would be okay. I don't think they'll need him to, but he is a versatile guy. He's a big body. He's hard to handle. He, held, he handed himself in the Origin Arena well, so I personally think Matt Burton will be there. Throw in the conditions over in England that we've already spoken about. Put in his bombs. Imagine how hard they're going to be fucking to take with a with a dewy ball that's going to be hard to handle. The Poms, they would have never seen anything like uh, him before. So personally, 
I think Matty Burton will be there. I'm not even sure if he's a smoke anymore. I just genuinely think he'll be there. Josh Adokar. Crazy that we're talking about him as a smoky. I would assume at the start of the year he was an absolute lock. If you would have told me uh, that the Kangaroos had sent Josh Adokar to you know wear the jersey and go to the promotions, I would have said, yeah, fair enough. He'll definitely be there. I still think he will, to be honest with you. It'll depend how many of these young guys they go for. But I think Josh Adokar, when you're going on a tour, you want characters in your squad. He's a tremendous footballer. I don't need to tell you about that. But I also think going on this tour, going away for a number of weeks, I think characters like him will be really important. So I'm hoping the Fox get selected. I think the combination of him and Matt Burton could really carve up some teams over there. Now, a couple of other guys that I don't think they'll be there. I think they're very long odds, but this is the Smokies podcast. So let's talk about some guys that have impressed me for Canterbury this year who I think are real Smokies. A number of things would have to go their way, I would say. It's near impossible for these guys to make it. But some of the Smokies I'd be looking at, Aaron Shop. I think his defense has been fantastic. He has taken on some of the very best centers in rugby league over the last three or four months, and he's handled each and every one of them every time they've come at him. These are the guys that you would probably select for the Kangaroos before him. In fact, you would almost definitely select for the Kangaroos before him. But he is a young guy that has handled just about every challenge that's been thrown at him this year, Aaron Shop. So well done to him. I think he's at absolute millions to get picked, but one worth mentioning. Another one in the similar boat or the exact same boat is Maxi King. I think he's been great for Canterbury this year. Once again, a trillion forwards in front of him. Don't think he'll get a shot, uh, but I think he is worth mentioning as well. And I've got one more name here, which is Young Kiraz. Once again, absolute millions to get picked, especially when you look at the other young wingers that are available to be picked in this side that I believe will get picked in this side. I don't think Kiraz will even be looked at, but I think the way that he's played this year has been really impressive. Uh, I've just been blown away by how good he's been. I love watching him play. I think nearly everyone would agree that they enjoy watching this kid play his rugby league. He absolutely loves it. I can't see him getting picked. I don't think anyone would push back on that, uh, but I do like him, and I think he's worth a mention as well. Those last three guys, Shop, Max, King, Kiraz, obviously next to no hope to be selected. I think Kiraz, he'll probably represent Lebanon, I believe, uh, in this World Cup, which is very exciting, and we'll all be cheering him on, and I'm sure he will create a couple of special moments in this World Cup, which will be great. But three guys there that are worth mentioning their names. Let's move to the Penny Panthers, the defending premiers. Now, they could get a few out of this side realistically. You would have Nathan Cleary. I think he will be an automatic. Jerome Luai, I think he's going to play for Samoa in the World Cup, which is great to see. Unreal there. You've obviously got guys like James Harris, who will be playing for New Zealand. you got the left edge of Taylor May and Isaac Tungo. They'll be playing for Samoa, as will the right side as well, I believe. Stephen Cry and Brian Tyo, I think they've declared that they won't be there. So a number of guys you could have picked from Penrith that won't be there now. I think Isaiah Yo, he'll be an automatic. I think Nathan Cleary, he'll be an automatic. I think Abby Curacao has a really good chance to get picked as well. I said it about eight weeks ago on Bloke in a Bar before Origin. Sort of got laughed at and copped a bit of shit, but I said that if Penrith do win this comp, I think Appy gets picked. Um, he later got picked in State of Origin. Everyone fell in love with Appy once again. He's a quality player, and I personally do think he probably will go on this tour. I think they'll pick him. Uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason. Not much talk about him not going to the West Tigers, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if those rumours start to spread, especially if Penrith win another comp. I think it'll be hard for Appy to leave. So keep an eye on that situation, but I think he's a good chance to get picked. Dylan Edwards. Uh, we've mentioned a couple of fullbacks today. Your drink waters, these sort of guys. I think Dill will be right up there with him. Guffo, I think if Penrith going to win the comp and he plays a prominent role in it, which I know he will, we'll get to the end of finals week one, week two, week three, week four, grand final, whatever, and we'll look back and we'll go, fuck, you know what? Dylan Edwards ran for 220 metres in every single one of those games, had an impact in all of them. So keep an eye on Dylan Edwards. They do tend to reward quality players uh, when it comes to these squads, and he is a quality player who will be in a winning 
winning football team this year, in my opinion. So Dylan Edwards, I definitely think he's a real smoky uh, as the year goes on. Now, three forwards. Actually, I'll, I'll mention as well, Liam Martin. He obviously played Origin this year. He'll be there and thereabouts. I think he'll be very suited to the conditions over there as well. Obviously got a connection with Nathan Cleary out on that right edge in Origin at the Penrith Panthers. So I think he'll be in the squad somewhere. Two real smokies, and they're two guys that... In their best 17, they're not starting players. They're both coming off the bench, but I think they're both tremendous. I think Matty Eisenhuth, he's been great every time he's come in there. I would have him as next to no hope of making this side, obviously. But I think he's worth a mention because I think in any other side, I think he'd be a starting front row, and I think he'd, he'd really impress a lot of people. I think he's sort of being held back at the Penrith Panthers because the, the spot isn't there. There isn't an opportunity for him. Obviously, with Leota, Spencer Lino, uh, James Fish-Harris, very, very hard to crack this side. But I'm a big fan of Matty Eisenhuth. I think he's got a lot to offer. If there's a couple of injuries for the Panthers in this semi-final and he comes in and plays a prominent role, I'll tell you what, he'd be a guy that would rocket up lists very quickly because he can play. He's just held back by opportunity at the Penrith Panthers. The other one is arguably... The best bench player in rugby league at the moment, Scotty Sorensen. He has been incredible for the Panthers over the last few years. Can jump in the second row very quick. Line speed, sensational, quick play the ball. A good fella from what I've gathered as well. He's also one of those back rowers you could probably shift out if you need if you had injuries and you needed someone to play center. He could do a really good job defensively there and he'd be hard to handle. So Scotty Sorensen, I think he's won, I think it's 27 or 28 games in a row when coming off the bench. Something ridiculous. That record might have actually been broken a few weeks ago against the Parramatta Eels. I'm not too sure, uh, but he has been incredible coming off the bench. And, you know, we've seen over the last few years some players really stand out as bench guys. Jazz Tavunga was sensational. Brandon Smith a couple of years ago. I think this year it's been Scotty Sorensen. He's been so fucking impressive uh, for them. And he's a guy that, once again, like Eisen, if they have a couple of injuries and he can be prominent, I think he could be a shot. Long shot, don't get me wrong, but a guy that's worth mentioning. All right, the West Tigers, not too many guys here, to be perfectly honest with you. I think Adam Dewey's probably their best hope. I still don't see him getting picked. I think he will represent Lebanon at the World Cup, which personally I'd prefer. I think they could actually put together a pretty handy squad. If Mitch Moses doesn't get picked for the Kangaroos, you could end up with a halves combination of Moses and Dewey, which could be pretty dangerous. I think they paired up with Brad Fittler a couple of years ago for Lebanon, so that could be great to see. Joe Owens previously played for the Queensland Maroons, uh, so he is a guy that could be a little smoky. I think he'll play for, I'm not sure which specific nation Joe is actually from, so apologies to Joe there, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him pop up there. People would have thrown up the name Jackson Hastings. I just think with this injury and stuff, there's no way that he could get picked there. He has played for England previously, so I think it means he has to play for England again anyway. Um, So I think that's probably where he will end up, along with Victor Radley. I think they'll be a pretty decent little combo there as well. But Jacko, can't really see him getting picked in a squad for the Kangaroos. And I also don't think he's allowed to because he's played for England previously, but I'm not on top of all those rules and whatnot. The only other guy I'd throw up is Dane Laurie. I don't think he's any chance, but I think he's played really well over the last two years. And, you know, I've sort of tried to pick three or four from every single team. Couldn't really find anyone else from the West Tigers, to be honest with you. It's a bit of a nudge trying to find guys uh, that are worthy of talking about in this column. So, Dane Lowry is probably the last guy I would talk about from the West Tigers. But... He's probably the longest odds of anyone that I've spoken about today, realistically, with all due respect to Dane Laurie, but I have been really impressed with him over the last two years. Guys, that's the Parramatta Eels, the Canterbury Bulldogs, the Penrith Panthers, and the West Tigers, all of the Western Suburbs teams from the NRL from in Sydney. Uh, Earlier today, we went through the Manly Seagulls, the Newcastle Knights, the New Zealand Warriors, and the Canberra Raiders in Instalment 2, Instalment 1, Brisbane Broncos, Cowboys, Titans, and the Melbourne Storm. We've got one more Instalment to come a little bit later 
later today, and it will be the Sydney Roosters, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Cronulla Sharks, and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. So stay tuned for that a little bit later today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.